All right, you guys, podcast time. We got the equipment and the perfect business plan. Give our show away for free and tell no one how to find it. Ready? It's the Bullhorn Podcast, the only podcast lining up to take the Pepsi challenge. Wanting Olivia Newton-John out of my fucking head, I am Boomer Bob, the man so opposed to gender fluidity, he traded his Trans Am for a Dodge Ram, John Jamingo. Vroom, vroom, my Negro. Listen, I got to tell you something. You know how when we try to do the show, we have like stories that we're talking about. We, We have a Trello board that we put them on. Today, I fell down a rabbit hole. And I got to start with this because it's blowing my mind. I've got some questions to ask you. So you've heard of OnlyFans, correct? Yes. Okay. Am I am I under oath? Yes, you're under oath. Okay. So uh, he, yes, so, I have heard of OnlyFans. All right. So apparently there is this um, family out in California. And it's a husband and wife, and they've been married a while. They've got three kids, and they wanted to spice up the marriage. So they started taking photos of the wife in poses, lingerie, and they decided to start a subreddit. Now, have you ever heard of Mrs. Poindexter? I've barely heard of subreddit. Okay. So they started a subreddit with Miss Mrs. Poindexter. And Mrs. Poindexter was on there and she was sharing these photos because I guess Mr. and Mrs. Poindexter enjoyed showing off Mrs. Poindexter and that made their marriage hotter. Now is that a stage name? It is a stage name. It okay. is a stage name. So they were doing this and apparently the subreddit started to get some fans. Because there's some uh, perverts out there that would like to look at other men's wives in what? scantily no. clad clothing. Yes, Bob? It's a sick world, John, and I'm a happy guy. So one of the Reddit's people said, hey, you should make an OnlyFans account. She said, I don't understand. What is this OnlyFans? I've never heard of that. So they told her. So she started an OnlyFans account about a year and a half ago. And uh, somewhere, I don't know, about... Three or four months ago, somebody found Mrs. Poindexter on OnlyFans. Mm. Now, who do you think found? Did you think it was a, a Her husband, pastor. a wife, a, you know, someone in the neighborhood, someone that knew them in the neighborhood, a minister or whatever? One of her friends' husband found her mm. on OnlyFans, and he said, "Hey, isn't this so and so?" Was was he a generous tipper? I don't know, Bob. But instead of saying, what the fuck are you doing on OnlyFans, right, where it's whatever. That's a question that doesn't need to be asked, John. We know what people do on OnlyFans. Well, what they did was they said, hey, look at this. So they started taking screenshots, which everybody that knows on OnlyFans. Oh, God. It is copyrighted. So they did that. Now, let me get to the clips. So here, let me let you listen to Mrs. Poindexter. Hi, I am Mrs. Poindexter. So a little bit of background. About a year and a half ago, my husband and I decided to spice up our marriage. So in doing so, he decided to post a couple pictures on Reddit. They became 
really popular. People actually suggested we start an OnlyFans page. We had no idea what that was. We did it. It was kind of our little marriage thing. No one knew about it. It was our little secret. About seven months ago, a dad in the neighborhood found it. All right. So that's like I said, dad found it. And of course, kind of hot gossip. Um, and he told his wife and they thought it was really good gossip. And so they decided to take my pictures and spread them around. They were copyrighted pictures. They were printing them out. They were distributing them through printouts, electronically, through text messages, you name it. People got it, all the pictures around. Okay, so now from what I know of OnlyFans, that's copyrighted material. So if you take that and spread that around, this couple can sue the dog shit out of anybody that has yeah. posted these pictures, right? So, okay. True. All right, so let's let Mrs. Poindexter continue. I was getting text messages. I was getting voicemails. Actually, I have a good voicemail from a dad, you know, really laying into me about how disgusting and disturbing I am, how I should pack up and move out of town. It's been a lot of, like, bullying and harassment on me. All right. So now I can hear the phone call now. Oh, Mrs. Poindexter, (laughs) you're a very bad girl. You should move out of town, you dirty whore bitch. I mean, I'm just glad that there's a, a neighborhood out there where everybody kind of still talks to each other. Uh, right? So, okay. So here we go. Which is fine. People don't have to agree with what I decide to do. Uh, and that's okay. I'm not asking anybody for their approval or for their agreement. But what I'm not okay with is people going after my children and trying to get them removed from school. All right. So here we go. Now, here's this is where it really starts to get spicy. I have a feeling, and maybe this is just me, Bob, talking out of school. I don't know the people that have been passing this around or doing all the gossip. I have no idea. But if I'm a gambling man, I think these women are fat cunts who have no fucking life of their own. And now they've found some piece of fucking meat to sink their teeth into. And these miserable bitches are now just trying to fucking ruin this woman's life. And they just finally got and talked to the school. And then I will let her talk some more. And that's fine. If you want to harass me that way, that's fine. But the problem I have is when you're bullying and you're harassing my children and you're trying to get them removed, I sometimes wonder how is your behavior actually better than like what I'm doing? And if you don't like it, you don't really have to look. You can just pass over it and not even look at it. A majority of the people, 95% of the people, know what's going on, and they don't really care. They're just like, you do you, we're cool. But it's this handful of moms that have nothing else better to do than to sit there and stalk my account, become obsessed with it. I find that egregious. I find that disgusting. I find that behavior very disturbing that that's, this is what women do is that they shame and they harass and they bully another woman and they go after her children. And I wonder, how is that okay in society? So anyways, that's all I have. So that's all she has. That was quite a bit. I mean, for her to say, that's all I have. I mean, that's... All right. So, okay, here's the story. Hot mom says Catholic school expels her three children over her online adult videos. Catholic school, that makes it even better. A Sacramento mom saw her three kids were expelled from Catholic school because she sells very sexy videos online. Okay, it's a monthly account. She doesn't just sell them. It's not like she's got... Well, they don't. They have to explain it to Gladys Newberry from fucking Boise, Idaho. The principal at Sacramento's Sacred Heart Parish School says the family is no longer welcome 
and they can't even come back to the school and pick up the stuff that they left in class. Wow, that bad, huh? Yeah. Now, actually, uh, Mrs. Poindexter, her real name is Crystal Jackson, and she says that her and her husband take her hot mom persona and they turn it into profit. I'm gonna let's do a guessing game. How much do you think that Mrs. Poindexter makes a month on OnlyFans? I haven't seen her, so I don't know, but it, it must be enough to want to have that kind of damaging stuff out there on the internet that, you know, to her kids, damaging to her kids and maybe any potential career she may ever have outside of that industry. Okay. Well, I just, I want to see if you can guess, get in the ballpark of how much she makes a month on OnlyFans. A month, not a year, a month. Without sight unseen, she sounded like she going by the voice. I mean, I wouldn't call it sexy, but didn't sound like a bitch, like a fucking Karen. So I'm eight, eight to 10 grand a month. Higher. Is there more than one comma in this? I mean, because I don't know, Bob, let's just try. Let's see. Okay. 25 grand a month. Higher. Okay, what are you, Monty fucking Hall here with the saying, let's make a deal. Let's just just tell me the number. Fuck, this is only an hour long show. Let's okay, go. well, if you took the number 25, because you're being, now you're being a cunt, because you just won't help me out here. I'm just saying higher. 100 you can't grand. Go fucking 100 higher. grand candy bar that fucking Biden wants to 100,000? 100 grand a month? I mean, that's, that's some cheese. Higher than 100,000. Okay, a month. I'm going to go with Chapo Trap House Patreon money, 160 grand a month. All right, you finally went over. It's a hunt. No, it's $150,000 a month that she makes month. on OnlyFans. She must be a badass little bee. Honest to God, she's okay. I mean, as a mom. Or her neighbors got deep pockets. And the thing is, again, I've only seen the stuff that's on Reddit. It's just panties. You can see her ass. You know, it's not like she's fully nude. Like, she'll take some pictures where she takes her hands and put, you know, she does the hand bra where she holds her hand over her bras. Eh, she's got like a, a C cup. You know what I mean? And her ass is a little bit on the big side. But, you know, I mean, again, she's not a bad looking woman and she cleans up nice. But $150,000 a month, and she's been doing it for a year and a half. Now, I'm sure it didn't start at $150,000 a month, but like right now, it's running $150,000 a month. And if you think she does it for a year, that's $1.8 million. $1.8 million for Mrs. Poindexter and Mr. Poindexter. Okay, so let me go to, uh, I'll read you what she writes on her OnlyFans, the introduction. Hold on a second. Okay. I'm, I'm texting <laughs> my wife because I got her a new job, <laughs> job opportunity. Uh, just one minute and send. There we go. Okay. So here you go. Mrs. Poindexter, your modest and reserved real neighbor mom. And she's got the emoji where the, the happy face has got like a finger like, shh. I'm an average 44-year-old mom next door. 44 a a computer engineer, chemist, technology entrepreneur, and senior executive in technology industry in real life. Well, not anymore, but what the hell. And my neighbor moms appear here too. I do this for fun. My site is all-inclusive. Whatever I do, I do for everyone. No extra charges for messages, ratings, content. No tipping unless you want. 
that's not sexy. I just want to have fun. I occasionally make exclusive videos, but I do make two to three minute full featured versions for all to enjoy. Not a tease, all the goods inside each one. What's not inside? Hang on. What's not inside? Not porn. We are not professional performers. What is inside? Our female, sultry, sexy point of view with sheer panties, sexy clothes, heels, stockings, ass, storytelling. We often film together. So there you go. So it is co-ed. There's apparently the husband is the photographer. Potentially some action. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they sit. And again, it's $14 a month or it's $15, $14.99. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I, you know, I'm doing show prep. I've really went down the rabbit hole with this, but do I really want to spend $15 for one story? So did you get a, a discount for the year? John, I, no, I didn't. I didn't even. Th- I don't even know what the discount is. And I shut all my damn before I got the links. I shut down everything, and then it's like, damn, I don't have the links. So because I would have posted some pictures here. So, Mrs. That Point would be Dexter, illegal, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, so actually, Mrs. Point Dexter makes the news, and here's the beginning of the story. A Sacramento Catholic school not a fan of one mother's OnlyFans account, expelling her three kids after finding out about her X-rated side hustle. Crystal Jackson, known as Mrs. Poindexter Online, quickly learned hundreds of thousands of people want to see just that. She was shocked at how quickly her hot mom OnlyFans account grew. We think of it as artistic or sultry and sexy and fun and playful, but certainly nothing hardcore. And now she says she makes up to $150,000 a month from her subscribers. I mean, first of all, I love the, I love that news story kind of, the vibe that they use for that. So. Uh, back to you, John. Yeah, back to you, John. I'm, um, that just kind of inspired an idea. I may launch my own version of OnlyFans, but it'll be for more like people who want like hate watch or hate listen and call it not a fans. Not, not, a, not a fan at all. Because that's what they said in the news story. Well, one Catholic school was not a fan of a yeah, parents-only fan. I honestly, I think that she should go and sue, find out who's, first of all, find out what account is taking her pictures and sue them. Take one month. Although. One month's OnlyFans money by the baddest badass car you can buy and go do fucking burnouts in front of each of their houses, driveways, whatever. Just go in there and just fucking light them up. Okay, so first it's on the news. Now we're talking about it. So there's 10, 15 people that know about it. So then (laughs) you figure she's probably going to make more money now that she's out there and people want to see this. She's probably going to get a tick up and who knows? Well, I know it's not in my neighborhood because I can't think of a single neighbor that I would like to see in that particular light. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. But uh, I think with this uh, pandemic and people being out of work, I think there's a lot of moms that are doing it starts at TikTok, and then guys start messaging them, and the next thing you know, they got an OnlyFans account. Yeah, and they're Get that you know, ego they're going out there, hoo ha, for money. I mean, for one hundred and 
fifty k a month. I mean, you could just hire a Catholic school teacher to come and homeschool your kids for you. <laughs> it's true. You could. You while could you're in take, your studio making you content. Take, yeah, you could take ten grand a month and hire a tutor and have them come in there and tutor your, your all three of your children. Still have a nice life. Exactly. Mm. So yeah, that's quite a rabbit hole right there. And I mean, think about the cunts, the neighbors that are doing all this shit. I'm still kind of more interested in the, why does she pick Poindexter? It's not, it's not. That's where you're going with this, Bob. That's your big thing. Mrs. Poindexter. Yes. Because she's a technology person. She's a nerd. You got to, the husband's a nerd. Have you ever been to a strip club and heard, all right, please welcome to the stage. The lovely Ms. Poindexter. You've never heard that in your life. You've heard it. The lovely Mercedes. All right, gentlemen, reaching in them pockets. The bigger the bill, the better the thrill. <laughs> Welcome to the stage, the lovely Bubbles. Yeah, I no, I haven't seen right. Poindexter. So yet. never Poindexter, right? Well, okay, then. I want to know why the name. Okay, because first of all, she's not a stripper. She's a married woman with children, Bob. Like, does she wear glasses with like tape in the middle and like a pocket protector on her bra? No, she does wear her she does wear glasses in some of the photos. And why is it that women look sexier in glasses? I don't know why uh, that is. But a lot of what I think there's times I will bring my wife something that I know will make her put her glasses on like, hey, honey, look at this. And she'll have to put on her glasses. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I, you know, my girlfriend does the same thing. She takes likey. She's got the glasses and she puts her hair in a ponytail. And I'm telling you, it does it for me, Bob. I want to fog them bitches up. Let's go. (laughs) Yes. I I want to. I want to knock them off of her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) From behind. I want to rattle them right off her nose. Anyhow. And we kind of drive and I can do without getting dizzy. <laughs> right, exactly. So good for Mrs. Poindexter and Mr. Poindexter. Come to yeah. think of it. I mean, there you go. I, college fund for the kids. Get that money. Get shit, that she money. She can work like, how many kids? Three kids? She could work three months and fucking pay for their whole. Shit, mom could work for a couple of years and buy some fucking Bitcoin and ain't nobody there having to work for the rest of their lives. If she can pull this off for another two years, she'd be set for life. She could just Yeah, do it. Didn't they say that she was 44? 44. She must have had something something done to keep things in place. You know what I mean? You hit 44 with three kids. You got like a titty, a belly button, and then another titty. I'm telling you, I've looked at the pictures. I don't see a lot of stretch marks or anything like that. You don't really see again a lot of cellulite or anything. I think she for 44, she looks good. Yeah. For 44, I'm gonna give her an 8.5. I'm just hoping that you washed your hands after you looked at those uh, pictures there, John. I did not. There was no masturbation in the making or researching of this story, Bob. I'm telling you that right now. Okay. All right. So when I said to you this morning, don't look at Miss Point, Mrs. Poindexter's story on the board. I want your honest reaction. You know me. I only read my own topics. Barely. All right. So then you said to me that you wanted to get my honest reaction on a topic. So what was that? What's that about? You said you had this news and you didn't want to do the show before the show and you didn't want to go into it. So that's fine. Okay. And you went down this rabbit hole. I I was actually picturing you going into a rabbit's butthole for some reason. But so I told you that I had just gotten back from my physical and well, I got some bad news and I was hoping that you would say that part for me, but you didn't because you're no- notoriously bad for setting up jokes for me. So well, the bad news is I'm going to fucking live. 
Oh, okay. No, I got to go for a colonoscopy though, man. Ah, the pipe. My first. Yeah. They, and they want me to actually schedule that myself. Like that's going to happen. Wait a minute. So in other words, you don't want to call in, you know, I should get the pipe too. They were going to do it for me, but my wife, where my wife works, she knows, you know, the good doctors to go to for that kind of stuff since they work in her business. Mm -hmm. So, um, I didn't know the name that I knew that the doctor that we, she prefers for that or says is the best. He just retired. So there's two new guys. So I wanted to find out a name before I told my doctor, which one to, that I'm going to go have it done at. So, so let me ask you a question. What makes a doctor better at a colonoscopy than another doctor? I mean, is it, is it because they're gentle? They use a smaller hose. I've never had one, John. So you're, I, I don't you're know asking. either. That's why I don't understand what difference does it make which doctor you go, unless you get some guy that's in there trying to feed it in there like he's oh. running pipe into a. I don't know, John. I don't. I just, I would rather go to a doctor that, that we know. Did they offer you the ColoGuard screen? No, I have seen the commercials, though. That's you take weird. this thing, you stretch it across the toilet, you drop a, a turd drop into a that, yeah. you wrap it up. You put it in a box, you put it in the mail. You send, mm-hmm. you send a doctor some of your shit, and they take a sample of analyze it. Analyze it, yeah. And they analyze it, and then they say, well, maybe you should come in so we can run a pipe up there. And then they sell my data to China. <laughs> they sell your shit to China. Yep, everything I've eaten, everything that's in there, every all the things that are wrong with me. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I've had friends that have had it done. They said it's no big deal. The, the worst part of doing the colonoscopy is the prep work. I think my wife has gone in for two. I think my brother's gone in for one just in recent years. So yeah, the whole, you know, barium fucking milkshake bullshit uh, sucks. Yeah. You got to drink that stuff to clean you out. They, they, you get this stuff and my cousin told me that he, he drank this stuff and he shit a turd out the size of a telephone pole. Super colon blow. Yeah. Yeah. Cleaned him right out. Yeah. I'll just move my iPad charger into the bathroom and just hang out in there, you know. Make myself at home. Yeah. It's usually like a big log, and then after that, it's gushes from what from what I've been told. I don't know. I don't know a lot about it. Oh, so I it's like it, a good night of drinking. I got to tell you, I'm one of those guys that don't want to know, right? It's just like, don't tell me. I don't I don't want to know. I don't, I yeah. don't want to know. Yeah. I don't want anybody up my ass. I can only imagine that I've probably got issues. So, I mean, I- Yeah, because you're 50, and 50 means pipe up your ass. Yeah. I mean, I eat primarily processed food, so- that could be a problem too. That's true. So in your opening, right. your promo, the beginning, your intro, my, you talked about rabbit. Pepsi Cola. I, I was funny. It's funny you didn't talk about Woka Cola. Well, I said that we're the only podcast that's lined up to take the Pepsi challenge. Right. So everybody's making a big stink. Coca Cola now is uh, all woke. They have hired the. That person, I can't think of the name of the person that does the white race, anti-racist training, which is some of the stupidest bullshit I think I've ever seen, to be quite honest with you. Have you got a chance to look at any of that or have you heard of it yet? I have caught some of the discussion on other podcasts. It was very, I I saw the woman uh, in the video and she did look kind of familiar from other things like this. So I gathered that she was like a professional at that. Was it Carlin Borisenko? Yes. That's the name of that. Well, that's 
Caitlin Borisenko is the, the person. That's whatever. the activist that kind of brought this all to light because people they don't want to get fired for this shit. So what they do is they send links. They like they they're whistleblowers, right? They give the snowballs to somebody else and let them throw it. So uh, some of the slides included tips to uh, learners to be less white, less arrogant, less certain, less defensive, less ignorant, and more humble. And I'm like, no, humble. Like how, like drive a plain Toyota Camry as opposed to plain Toyota Camry with 22s on it. I mean, what do they mean by that? If if you buy an 85 inch big screen TV, bring it into your home at night when nobody else can see it. Don't display it. Don't let anybody else know that you've bought something. Be be more humble. What the fuck do they mean? Again, I mean, get a tan. If you're a black person, are you supposed to be less humble? The black person don't give a fuck about this shit. This is white people creating problems for white people. Stupid as fuck. In the U.S. and other Western nations, white people are socialized to feel that they are inherently superior because they are white. Research shows that by age three or four, children understand that it's better to be white. Okay. I don't know. Again, I, I don't know where they get this shit. As far as I'm concerned, all this hate is taught. I'm sure out there there's women who think it's better to be a man or men who think it's better to be a woman. What is, so so do we need to alter that too? change how we view that shit as well? I mean, what the fuck? This is so fucking stupid, dude. Well, a Coca-Cola spokesperson confirmed that the course is part of a learning plan to help build an inclusive workplace, but also noted that the video circulating on social me- media is publicly available on LinkedIn learning series and is not a focus of the co- the company's curriculum. Our Better Together Global Learning Curriculum is part of a learning plan to help build an inclusive workplace. So that's basically what they're saying. What are we going to do about this? Because this is happening all over. Uh, anti-racism training is all over the place now. They say it's in re- the response of police killing George Floyd, liberals, progressives ramped up the effort to address systematic racism and view such training as necessary. Proponents of critical race theory have called for white people to acknowledge the advantages of being white for a better society. What's an equitable, equitable society? Yeah. I don't know. I, as far as I'm concerned, I'm not buying Coke products anymore. You know what I wanted to do so bad? Because we're nearing the end of Black History Month. I wanted to discuss, which we're not going to because I didn't prepare for it, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. The wonderful history of a great, beloved black man named George Floyd. <laughs> Why can't we talk about it? <sighs> well, because I don't have all my data in front of me, so I don't want to talk out of my ass. Oh, Okay. I mean, we know that he was pulled over. How about Rick Ross? I've never heard of Rick Ross. Who's Rick Ross? Okay. That one incident that happened has created all this. And now it's, if you even say that you don't want to, I mean, there's a woman, her name is Jody Smith. She worked for a college in New Hampshire. And they were doing all this critical race training and they had to go on a three-day retreat and if you're a white person you had to say you know what you were sorry for and your white privilege and why you're sorry about your whiteness and it came to her and she said you know 
eh, I'm not really comfortable talking about race and my job. I don't see what one has to do with the other. And I think I'm just going to pass. Then they came back and said, any white people that don't want to talk about this, this is a power move, a white power move. And, that, and they're trying to get out of this by saying they don't want to talk about it. If you're black and you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. But if you're white, you're the devil. I think it's a case of kind of like the other day they busted Dr. Fauci telling us, you got to wear two masks. We're going to be wearing two masks since 2021 and uh, 2022, maybe even 2027. We're going to put two masks on and then we're going to put a mask on our mask. So after he said that, he didn't know that the cameras kept going and he pulls his mask off with others close by to him. And it's like, I think that's what this is. These assholes are like, you need to be less oppressive, be less arrogant, be less defensive and be more humble. And then they go and tell their black fucking limousine driver to bring the car around. All right, Bob, here we go. Because I want to get into a little bit of what have I done? I want to start a conspiracy theory. The racism has already been started. It's a conspiracy theory. So what I'm saying is that this is my thought. This is what this is what I think. I think and I have no evidence whatsoever I think that they engineered this virus in Wuhan, China. I think that President Barack Obama and Fauci and all the globalists are involved in this. And they released this and they already have a vaccine. And the players, all the globalists have already been vaccinated, so they're not going to die. And this was supposed to kill somewhere between eight and 15 million people, all the olds, all the fats, all the diabetics, all the people that are costing the society money because they are not productive anymore. They're more of a drain on the society. So they're also eating up all the fucking cookies and there's nothing left for us. Dunkin' Donuts, right? They're eating all this stuff. So they had this and the problem that they had was Donald Trump. And what Donald Trump did was he got everybody working on a vaccine and he got a vaccine and God damn it, he got a vaccine within a year and they haven't been able to kill enough people. They were taking and running uh, people, old people with it back into nursing homes to kill them because they weren't killing them fast enough. And that all was happening in democratic cities. So now. Now Cuomo's fucked. We're, we're screwed because now they got a vaccine and apparently the goddamn vaccine is working. And they did it in less than a year because they've never been able to get a vaccine that fast that actually works. So here we are. And how are they going to continue to kill all these people without a, when we have a vaccine? And I don't know if you've noticed this, Bob, but since Biden has taken office, we can't seem to get enough vaccines to get people vaccinated. We were going like fucking gangbusters when Trump was here. But now that Biden's here, apparently... It's Trump's fault. We didn't have a plan. We didn't have a vaccine, he's saying. We didn't, you know, we're trying to roll this out. We don't have, you know, we have a shortage of vaccines already. The day that Joe Biden took office, the United States gave out one million COVID vaccines. I don't know. That's my conspiracy theory, and I'm sticking to it. I didn't unmute it, but I saw on the news at the bottom where they're working on a nasal spray version of the vaccine. So, which would be neat. They can just, you know. If this is going to end up being like the common cold when, once it's pared down. There's 
quote unquote experts who have come out and said that basically this is just going to be another common cold. Doctor from Johns Hopkins came out right. last week and was like, we're going to reach herd immunity here in the U.S. by April. So be like roughly 80 million have gotten the virus and already beat it. So, yeah, let's just open everything up and get this shit fucking over with. It's just dumb. It's fucking stupid. If you're in the risk category, then, you know, you you keep doing you. But the rest of us fucking open it up, man. I want to walk down a grocery aisle without fucking breathing in my own spit off of my mask. That Yeah. And they're saying so. In other words, some people are saying we're going to have herd immunity by April. And the Biden administration, they're saying right now that, I don't know. We might be wearing masks up in the, in the late 2022. So we'll see what happens. Uh, it's a shit show, as it usually is. And, of course, the mainstream. You bringing up the old conspiracy theory thing kind of has me wanting to say something. Well, Bob, you go right ahead, Bob. I constantly get shit on because I'm labeled an idiot because I say that I believe in God or I believe in ghosts or I believe a, a little bit in karma. But anytime that I debate somebody about the vaccine or the election or anything against what the mainstream media tells us, I get labeled a conspiracy theorist retard. But the next topic of discussion will be, hey, man, did you catch the photos from that Mars exploration rover? Pretty cool, huh? Did you see that sunrise photo? That was badass. Okay. You're, you're not going to say that what I think you're going to say. I get hounded in virtually every discussion that I have for, where's your proof, Bob? And then the same assholes want to talk about an RC car on Mars that texts us 4K fucking images via text messages. Where's your fucking proof? How can you believe the Mars bullshit, but not anything else? Is it the source? Is it based on what you want to believe? You want it to be real, therefore it is real? Like Russian collusion or the insurrection? What the fuck? What? I, okay, I'm not saying that the Mars thing isn't real. But my point is, you have as much proof of that as I have of karma or God or whatever. What you're saying, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'm going to. You're saying that somewhere in a desert somewhere, they have set up this rover to run around on Earth and say it's on Mars? I could do it in his room with a green screen. <laughs> uh, and you know something? You're not wrong. In other words, it very well and could easily be... Fake. Faked. Yeah. And I'm not trying to say that it is faked. Don't take this as, oh, Bob doesn't believe the Mars. He probably doesn't believe in the moon landing either. Blah, blah, blah. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you will take everybody's word for it with that kind of bullshit, but you won't take anybody else's word for it for things that you don't like. Like, I'm interested in the Mars rover, so I want it to be real. So I believe in it because the media and NASA websites have told me that it's real. So it's real. There's my proof. Right. But as soon as you talk about uh, kids getting fucked in the basement of a pizza parlor, you're a fucking lunatic. That's right. Yeah, I frogs. see what you're saying. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So Rudy Giuliani got in trouble. And Again? I got to tell you. That fucker. Here's the story. Rudy How old was she? Uh, well, she's a married golfer, to be quite honest with you. Oh. I don't even know how I, old she is. I was thinking underage, like no, the, no, no, no. the Borat so, movie. No. Rudy Giuliani uh, was on a podcast with Steve Bannon. Uh, I think it's called The War Room. 
I know it's called the war room. Steve Patton. Because I tried to I tried to find the clip of him talking about this. And I listened and listened and clicked around and found him talking about everything except what this story is talking about. Now I've heard it, I just couldn't find it for myself. So here's the story. He's on uh Rudy Giuliani Giuliani is on with uh Steve Bannon, and they're talking, and they were talking about Rush Limbaugh. And apparently Rudy and Russ, Rush, not Russ, Rush Limbaugh would go out and they would golf. And they won this, um, L, this, I guess it was a, it's a golf tournament, but it was a charity golf tournament. Two years they won it. Mm-hmm. And one year they won it with golfer Michelle Wee. Now, one of the things he was talking about was Michelle they were saying, could she hit it as far as, you know, Rush and Rudy? And yeah. she said, well, she hit off the women's tees, which, hey, why is there still women's tees, right? I don't know what the difference is. So okay, women's tees, are, women's tees are further up. So you get, I don't know, it's like a, they get like, like a, a half court. Yeah, they, yeah, it's like a half. Yeah, exactly. They get a head start. So now Giuliani says that, you know, she wore her skirts so short that when she would go to putt, she would bend over and everybody's like, there's a crowd around. And as soon as she bent over to putt, all the cameras would start going off because you could see her underwear. (laughs) All right. Now, from what I understand, and since I've talked about this with other people, they say it's not underwear. It's panties that they put on over their panties. I don't know even what that the hell is, but it is what it don't is. Don't lie to me. You do too. You do it too. Go well, ahead. Whatever. So she heard caught wind of this and uh, she fired back. She says, I shudder thinking that he was smiling to my face and contemplating me on my game while objectifying me and referencing panties behind my back all day. What should be discussed is the elite skill level that women play at. Not what we wear or what we look like. Okay, ladies, here's the deal. If you wear a short top and your boobs are hanging out and there's cleavage, we're looking at it. Okay? If you've got a short skirt on and you bend over and we can see your underwear, we're looking at it because we're men. And in our animal brain, that's what we do. It's a primal instinct. It is. They're trying to demonize that and say, bad, 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 put that away and train you to not be interested in the fairer sex anymore. Right. And and that was basically all he said. Okay. He just said when she bent over, you could see her panties and, and everybody was taking pictures. Yeah. That disrespect coupled with the juvenile sexism perhaps made it feel only natural for someone like Giuliani to casually debase a elite female athlete as he reminisced with Bannon about the hideous misogynistic Limbaugh, the man who dot, 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 among many of his sexist affronts once referred to a Georgetown law student, Sandra Fluke as a slut and a prostitute because she advanced for improving women's access to birth control. Advocated. Advocated. What did I say? Advanced. Advocated. I can't read, Bob. I love how this guy dies and they can wait the fucking pile on him and call him what a piece of shit he was. I mean, I don't, I didn't care if the guy was alive or not. I listened to his show every now and then because uh, there wasn't nothing else on the fucking radio, but they just couldn't wait to pile on and just attack this guy after he died. Well, because to be honest with you, he was the first person to go on radio and buck the system. 
In other words, he was the first conservative right. talk show host that went against the liberal norm of media. And people loved it. To me, that was one of the things about his show that actually made me tune in to begin with. Because I've always liked talk radio, even back when I was a fucking teenager. And I remember listening to Paul Harvey. I loved his show. It was all, this is NPR, all things considered. Coming up next, we have Dave with the Man Brain Podcast. It's all gentle and soft, but then I hear Rush, and he's yelling at the microphone. He's laying it out there. Put, I mean, I don't know if what he said was actual facts or not, but it sounded like he knew what he was doing. There was energy in it, and I liked it. Even though I was a, back then I was a hard fucking Democrat, I listened to it. It was good. He made it where you could listen to the other side and, for me, not get – like, I wasn't pissed off about it. He made it where he wasn't, to me – again, to me – insulting. But uh, as this article sums it all up, ogling woman, athletes or otherwise, is age old and we West now joins the ranks of women who have hit back and hit back hard, Bob. Take that. Take that, you take that golfer scoundrel. Take that. You bastard. Take that. Take white that. men. Straight white males. Take it. Take you that. Massage. Take mm. that. Mm. Ooh, ooh, Michelle, a little lower, Michelle. Yeah, oh. yeah. Ooh, hey, Michelle. can you bend down and grab that tea out of the ground for me? Uh, Doge. Next. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I just turned into Andrew Dice Clay. My bad. Oh, no. oh, your mother's a whore. Hey, bitch, bend over and pick up that tea. Oh, she needed the money. Hey. I need my balls washed. Can you wash my balls over there, Michelle? Hey, oh. I don't want to fuck up your hair. We're in a nice restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice backswing you got there. Now come over here and give me a stroke. Oh! Hey, you know how boring it can be when you're online at the bank. Oh! Anyway, that's enough of that. <laughs> Wasn't that uh, the Muppets are canceled. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's. I caught the headline, but I did not read the uh, details. Uh, does Disney have a, a stake, like an ownership in anything to do with the Muppets at all? Disney owns everything, Bob. They own every fucking thing. They don't own me. I swear to God. It's this. So anyhow, they bought the Muppets. All right. And now they have it on Disney Plus. So everything's a plus. Disney plus, A and E plus. Every everything's got a plus nowadays. It's ridiculous. So they're gonna go through and remove Kermit from every episode. Honest to God, I figured. I don't know what's so bad. Again, I'm a boomer, can, so I don't understand can. what's so bad about. I'm, you know, what's the big problem? I mean, Jesus Christ, they've got a gay couple there. Bert and Ernie been living in the same room, sleeping in the same room for forty fucking years. Got a homeless guy outside sleeping in a fucking trash can. Go Alex Jones and give Kermit a gay frog to hang out with. You've got diversity of sexes. You got a frog fucking a pig. I mean. Oh. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Hey, frog, fuck that pig. Oh. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I, I don't, I, so, so, okay, here's what Disney now has put in the beginning of the program. 
This program includes negative depictions and or mistreatment of people or cultures. These stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now. Rather than remove this content because we paid a shitload of money for it, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact, learn from it, spark conversations to create a more inclusive future together. Disney is committed to creating stories with inspirational and aspirational themes that reflect the rich diversity of the human experience around the globe, Bob. They've been doing this to Warner Brothers cartoons like the old Bugs Bunny, Porky Pig, all those. They still want to run them like on Netflix or whatever. And they put this thing that says the cartoons you're about to see are products of their time. They made a pick some of the ethnic and racial racial prejudices. And I've turned into John. Thanks, Bob. They may depict <laughs> some of the ethnic and racial prejudices that were commonplace in American society. These depictions were wrong then and are wrong today. While the following does not represent the Warner Brothers view of today's society, these cartoons are being presented as they were originally created. Because to do otherwise would be the same as claiming these prejudices never existed. I like that. Okay, I'm fine with that. What do you think? And again, I got to go back to where the gene pool cleanses itself. In other words, there's one of my favorite Daffy Ducks is where Elmer Fudd is out hunting and there's a rabbit season and Daffy Duck's there. And it's like rabbit season, duck season, duck season rabbit season, rabbit duck season. season. You know, they go through this thing and then Daffy Duck gets shot in the face with a shotgun. Yeah, and all right. he does is he takes his beak, spins it around, puts yeah, it back. His bill on his, goes to the back of his head, right? And yeah. it and it goes on. All right, okay. I watched those cartoons when I was just a little kid. Not once did I think that you could shoot somebody in the face with a shotgun, <laughs> and they could just pull their mouth back. And you know, yeah. I mean, you know, I can ask Jody B. Why didn't you just like pull your cheek back around from the back of your head? Right. I mean, yeah, people that shoot themselves in the face, you just take and pull your face back around and just, yeah, that's duh. it, right? I've seen Bugs Bunny. I know how it works. Right. And the same thing with the Three Stooges. I'm personally having a problem in my backyard right now with coyotes. Maybe I'll just put an anvil up in a tree and <laughs> drop it on their head. <laughs> an Acme, what you need is you need an Acme catapult. Oh, man, where can I order one of those from and Amazon? You, and you know, Acme was... The Amazon of its time. I think it was. You I could get so. anything. It come in a crate. So mm -hmm. you get an Acme catapult, and you put a Roadrunner as bait. And the coyote mm -hmm. comes to get the Roadrunner, and the next thing you know, you shoot it into the next county. Right? I personally loved the racist Mexican mouse. Oh, he was my Speedy, favorite, too. I loved the Speedy Gonzalez. Speedy yeah. Gonzalez. Underlay, underlay, yeehaw, yeehaw, epidep. Ep. I didn't even know what he was Arriba, saying. Arriba. Right. Mm -hmm. We'd run around. Right? And then he had this slow mouse. It made me look up what all that shit meant. And then uh, you had the slow mouse. I forget his name, but he carried a gun because he wasn't... Uh, it was Slowpoke Rodriguez. Slowpoke Rodriguez. Yes. <laughs> yeah, my fucking tongue isn't working today, so I've got to text that to the wife, too. Bad news, sweetheart. Aye! Underlay, underlay! Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Mr. Gato, Mr. Putticato. Why couldn't you have, again, I don't understand why we have cartoons like this now. Well, you know why? Because if we had cartoons, okay, you'd have to have a Mexican mouse, the cat would have to be black, you'd have to have a, a dumb white guy, and then, I don't know, two other things would have to be gay. 
So, again, you have to every everybody has to be heard from in anything anymore. Tom so. and Jerry had an episode where uh, Jerry the Mouse's uh, uncle comes to visit, and he's a country guitar player. Remember <laughs> that one? How do you think I felt about that one being like eight years old and fucking watching that shit, having my horrible speech impediment? And he's like, come on, oh, short to get a get in the Crambone. Oh, I need me another guitar string, nephew. Get me another guitar. He's over there stuttering like a freak, and I'm going, hey, that's not funny. Why? I thought it was funny. And then we had Porky Pig. Right. Now, how many times I got called that when I was a kid? I called I mean, you that I, yesterday. I didn't give a but, fuck, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, everything. So you can't do anything anymore. I, Bob, I swear to God, I don't watch TV anymore. I can't. I can't watch the new shows. They're too woke. I can't stand it. Back I mean, then, I would get asked, hey, can you sing? Do you start it when you sing? Are you like that male Tillis guy? <laughs> Mel Tillis was a, he was a well-known country star who. When he wasn't singing, stuttered like an idiot. Right. You know, Stevie Wonder's leaving. Stevie Wonder's going to Ghana. I wonder where he's going. Ghana. He's going to Africa. He told Oprah Winfrey the other day. I mean, he's said that Aretha died because of systemic racism. I guess that has nothing to do with her pancreatic cancer. Well, not yeah. only that, did you well, he, he didn't see the size of her. She was a big old woman. Did he ever hug her? Because if he ever hugged her, he would know it wasn't systemic racism that killed her. Hey, Bob, I'm a fat guy, so I can talk about fat people. You can't. I can't hate on Stevie Wonder. He's paying like 20 something thousand dollars a month child support for some kids he ain't never seen. Oh. Oh. Everything's dice today. I don't, right. I don't get it. Fuck. I want to see. Makes me want to play Yahtzee. So this, is, so this is what he says to Oprah. I want to see this nation smile again. You can't see it all. Oh, I want to see it before I leave to travel and move to Ghana because I'm going to do that. Then Winfrey asked, you're going to permanently move to Ghana? I am. You are just the sunshine of my life. And I just called to say I love you, but I'm getting the fuck out of here. Uh, he added, I don't want to see my children's children's children have to say he can't see his children's children's children. Oh, he didn't want to see his children's children's children have to say, oh, please like me. Please respect me. Please know that I'm important. Please value me. I I'm sorry, man, but this is just getting out of hand. I don't know where this all started to go backwards. We were, we were moving forward from racism, and now we're tumbling back down the fucking hill, Bob. Because they don't want to let it go, man. Everybody wants to be a victim. Everybody. He signed to Motown in 1961, the year I was born. He's won 25 Grammys. He's been nominated 74 times. I mean, the man is a musical genius. He really is. I love his music. He was. Now, fuck off. Go away. <laughs> go away. Go go fucking live in the dark, whatever. Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles. Who's better? Ray Charles, from what I heard, can see could see shapes out of his uh, one of his eyes. Oh, okay. So he wasn't so, totally blind? You know, well, I don't it, know. What it, just, about it just depends. Are we going to lean... More towards the guy who's more handicapped because Ray Charles could see shapes, you know. But I mean, didn't they both have like a heroin addiction, or was that just Ray Charles? I know Ray Charles was addicted to the H. He was a. Let's be honest. They made a movie by Ray Charles. Jamie Fox nailed it. I'm gonna go with Ray Charles on okay. this one. All right, I hear you. Who would they get to play Stevie Wonder? 
Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Remember, he used to kind of like make, you know, he was he's really, got really the, He's already got the head yeah, moving he's... back and forth. Yeah, I think he could. Yeah. Uh, now, well, you'd have to have like Eddie Murphy could play older Stevie. You'd have to have a younger Stevie. Hey, what about that? Was his name Chaz Bozeman? What about him? He did. He can't play him. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. My bad. <laughs> uh, they waited too long to make the Stevie movie, so, so Chaz can't play him. Wakanda forever. Or sort of. Mm. Well, okay, till 2020 anyway. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, a lady got fired from her job because they would go to meetings and everything, and one of the, the bosses would make them do the Wakanda salute where you take your arms and cross them. And she wouldn't do it because she, first of all, fucking stupid, number one. And number two, she just figured she didn't want to get into this, and they ended up firing her for it. What is that? Because you got to do, Bob. You got to. What if you've never seen the movie? You got to bend the knee because it's like, yes, let's do the Wakanda salute that we used to do it when they would. Wakanda's a fictional place, isn't it? Well, I'm so white. We used to make that same thing when someone got a wrong answer on Family Feud. And and you thought that that was what you say when they're like, hey, do you want pancakes for dinner? Well, kind of. Man, where did you, you did John. you get a new dad uh, dad joke? I'm a dad for- joke generator. Okay, All deal right. with it. I got get you get a deck of cards and fucking deal with it. Okay, I have a couple jokes. If you want to hear them, I can roll off some jokes for you. Yeah, let's. Why not? Did, right. What did you buy some fucking laffy taffy on your way home from donut shop today? Okay, well, here we go. Why don't we do this? All right, so we're talking about um, Mrs. Poindexter, right? Yeah. All right. Well, she's easier to get into than a community college. Oh, she has taken more loads than a 25 cent washing machine. Hey, she's been fisted more times than a Muppet. Oh, she's been on more wieners than ketchup. (laughs) The back of her throat is the foster home for unborn children. (laughs) She has tested negative for COVID, but positive for everything else. Hey oh! <laughs> All right. I think we should leave on that, Bob. Uh, you're a regular Johnny Carson there. We were talking earlier in the sure. week. I said I want to bring back uh Conan Conan Konak the Magnificent. Conan the late night barbarian. Right. I want to bring it back. And I wanted to write, you know, jokes for it. In the year 2000. <laughs> um, Dave was dead set that that didn't happen before the year 2000, but it it, it did. did? What was the other one I had? Um, the amazing Kreskin or some shit or the great, whatever. Right. John, oh, no, I wanted, John, yeah, I wanted to do John Ju- Beanie, John no, Dini, whatever the fuck. I wanted great. to do Jamingo Jim- the Magnificent. Okay. So, yeah, there you go. All right. So here would, uh, you'd have the card right here. I, I'll do one right now. Okay. All right. Mowing the lawn, Dave from the man brain podcast and Cardi B. See, What's that? You're Ed McMahon. You're supposed to repeat what I just said. I never watched that. What? A, okay. Right, Owen the Lawn, Dave from the Man Brain Podcast, and Cardi B. What is that? Name a chore, a bore, and a whore. Oh! <laughs> Come on. All right. Let's go. All right. Yeah, it's just. Um, if you want. Uh, listen. What was his band leader's name? I can't remember. Oh, what's his, Jesus Christ. It it's, wasn't Paul. That was. Fucking, no, that was Dave. 
Dave Letterman. Wetterman what was his said. band name? Oh my God, I can't. I could see his face. He had the cheesy mustache. We'll just go with Conan's. It was Max Weinberg and the Weinberg. Berg, yeah. 12, right. whatever. Damn it. That was Max. I can't think of uh, Johnny Carr. I got. I can't. I can't leave without knowing what this is. Hang on. I got to Google it. Johnny Carson's. He had a kind of a cool name. I do yeah, he did. That. Band leader. Doc Severson. How did Doc, I miss Doc, Doc Severson? Doc. How can you not? Doc, like Doc Severson. Right? That's right. Good and name. the NBC Orchestra. All right, Bob. Listen, if you want to catch us, you can always call us on our voicemail number, 856-599-8558. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at BullhornPod. Doink. And we also can be reached by email. Nobody wants to talk to us, John. Just tell them to fucking listen to the next episode. Yeah, just listen to share and like and whatever and comment. Write us a nasty comment. Leave us a five star review on, on on iTunes and shit on us all in, in, in no, comments. No, don't don't even go. Listen, don't even. Listen. I'm not reading. I never look at the reviews. Do we even have a review? I have no idea. I've I never don't seen care. A review on our show. I've never uh, even looked. I don't care. I need validation. What is our metrics, John? How many downloads do we have this week? I give a fuck. We do. Fuck. We do this for us. If you enjoy listening, we appreciate you. I do this because for about two hours, one day a week, my hands aren't down my pants. All right. Hey, oh, hi, oh. All right.